You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you're a 415 you're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. Hey, what's up, everyone? What's going on? It is a Wednesday morning. 415ers coming at you, as always, three times a week on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network. Evan Giddings with Mark Brandy here. Mark, what's up, my man? How are you on the hump day? I'm doing well, Evan. Just getting ready for uh, Thanksgiving. Got a lot of football, of course, to get to over the weekend. Should be a, a fun week ahead. Yeah, a lot of football, a lot of food. Um, hopefully, a bit of a break for you know the 49ers to maybe get to spend the holiday with some family regroup reset uh, before they take on the New Orleans Saints this weekend. We'll have kind of a deeper breakdown and a preview coming up on Friday for you. As always, uh, a few things that we want to get into today. We're going to take a look at potentially kind of the, the future at the 49ers quarterback position. Um, some things that have been some rumors that have been swirling this week in light of Jimmy Garoppolo's play against the Cardinals. Also, you know, where the 49ers stand in the NFC, we want to talk about. And of course, some of those Thanksgiving games that have some implications on the 49ers and their standing in the NFC. But where we want to start, Mark, is a storyline that I think went a little bit under the radar during the Cardinals game, just because of how many guys on offense were quality. And, and help the Niners get that 38-10 to 10 dominant victory over the Cardinals in Mexico City. And that is Christian McCaffrey. Um, you know, as we kind of talked about in the pod, in the reaction pod on Tuesday, McCaffrey, not an explosive game compared to, you know, obviously a game like against the Rams, um, even the week before. So, you know, 106 combined yards on the ground, 14 touches, about, you know, five and a half, six yards per, per carry. Look, Christian McCaffrey has change the 49ers season in many ways um it was brought up on on 95-7 the game yesterday kind of this, this question about whether or not he saved the season and this is something that I thought was interesting because um you know if you take a look at the Niners before Christian McCaffrey got there they were about I think 18th in DVOA in offense since he has been with the 49ers. They are closer to a top five team DVOA in offense, obviously against teams like the Rams against the Cardinals. They have looked utterly dominant. They have had three of their or two of, of their best offensive performances in the last three weeks with him, of course, on the roster. Do you feel like that's, you know, kind of when the season was saved, so to speak? I think it's no coincidence that the team has started playing better when he got on this team and when he specifically, you know, filled in as the team starting running back. I think it also kind of coincides with coincides with when the team is, is getting healthier. But still, I mean, Christian McCaffrey is a driving force behind this. I mean, you just look at some of the raw numbers 
pre-McCaffrey, the 49ers were averaging about 20 points per game. Since trading for McCaffrey, they're not averaging over 28 points per game. Their third down conversion, pre-McCaffrey, 41%. Now, 55% post-McCaffrey, or, or you know, from McCaffrey being traded on. And you talked about Niners as a team, their offensive DVOA, which is defense-adjusted value over average. You look specifically at their quarterback, who now has all these weapons, including Christian McCaffrey, to throw to. Since the Christian McCaffrey acquisition, Jimmy Garoppolo's DVOA, again, defense-adjusted value over average, third in quarterbacks, trailing only to a tag of Iloa and Patrick Mahomes. So that's pretty good company to be in. I think there are kind of a, a confluence of factors here, but certainly a leading force behind it all, whether or not that he's scoring touchdowns, um, it's, it's Christian McCaffrey, because what he does for this offense, it isn't just in the yards that he creates, it's in the opportunities that he creates for others. It's in the openings that Debo Samuel has, that George Kittle has, that Brandon Ayuk has. Uh, I mean, you go back and you watch that game, you watch some of the tape, and even when Christian McCaffrey isn't getting the ball, whether he's open or not, whether you think he should have had the ball in a specific play, there is at least one dedicated person on the field looking only at Christian McCaffrey every time he's on the field. You can just take a whole defender away. That's Christian McCaffrey could not even be involved in the play. He could just be running out to the flat, and he's literally the, the sixth option for the 49ers on that play. And there's still going to be defenders trailing him and tailing him, and that opens up so much else for Christian McCaffrey. So when you try to evaluate his impact on this offense specifically, you have to look so much deeper than just the stats. Uh, because as you mentioned, still good stats. I mean, over 100 yards from scrimmage in this game in Mexico City. But it, it clearly wasn't his most explosive game. But I still think you could you could make a case it was, it was a game that he had a gigantic impact on because of what his presence allows for other players. Yeah, no, I think those are great points. And, and look, um, I believe John Dickinson was the one that brought up this question. I know that Brian Baldinger on 95.7 The Game has compared uh, Christian McCaffrey multiple times to Stephen Curry. Hmm. And while I understand, I, I think Baldy's point was that, you know, he he's as dynamic as Steph Curry is. But I think to your point, the impact on the rest of the offense to me is where the connection more so would be. Everyone always lauds, you know, Curry along with a lot of players in the NBA that take pressure off of their teammates with the gravity yeah. that surrounds them, with the amount of attention that they draw. And Christian McCaffrey does that on so many different levels. Even if Kyle Shanahan wants to deploy him as a decoy and send him out wide, uh, which he's done multiple times. You know, I understand he set quite a high bar against the Los Angeles Rams as far as the type of games uh, production wise that he has. But I think you're right that he is like he is a, a gravity beam for so many defenders. Even if he doesn't draw their body, he draws their eyes. And that allows Jimmy Garoppolo to find those windows over the middle that he had, even before Christian McCaffrey got there um, in recent years, he has been good at identifying, you know, slots to be able to fit that ball into Christian McCaffrey opens up so much more for this offense. So that's where I do see the connection. As far as the question is concerned, I don't know if I can say yet that he saved this season. And the reason being, because if we're being honest at this point, 
uh, the savior of the season would be Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I know that the team would not be on the same trajectory right now without Christian McCaffrey, but Trey Lance goes down, your starting quarterback goes down in week two. Typically, that spells doom. That means your season is over when you lose your starting quarterback. The 49ers are in such a unique position to have their starting quarterback from last year as their backup now that Jimmy Garoppolo was able to semi-seamlessly fit back into this team. Now, and maybe you can make the argument that then, okay, well, Kyle Shanahan's the savior of this season because he had the foresight along with John Lynch to be able to try and bring Jimmy Garoppolo back in. But where I see this is after week two, after everyone is concerned about where the season's going to go with what Trey Lance was supposed to be, where the Niners were supposed to be going, Jimmy comes in, and after a few weeks, they're right back on track. And that allows them, Garoppolo's performance allows them, I think, to go out and get Christian McCaffrey. It He on the roster, he in the backfield, gives Shanahan the confidence to say, we are all in. We have to win now. So where there's a bit of a domino effect, I'd see the first one being the quarterback position, as well as McCaffrey has elevated this team to a, to a new height. I, I cannot say that he has saved the season because that was already done by Jimmy G. Uh, I'll go even a step further then because, I mean, the Niners made it very public at the end of last season and all off season that there was no way Jimmy Garoppolo was coming back as 49er quarterback. He was going somewhere else. Trail Lance is the guy. And I'm not blaming the 49ers for, for saying any of that. But what I'm saying is maybe the savior of the 49ers season is the Carolina Panthers, is the Indianapolis Colts, is the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Houston Texans, these teams who all clearly could use a quarterback better than their current one. And Jimmy Garoppolo fits that bill. And they decided, nah, he's, he's not worth a second, maybe a third round pick. But what was the reason that they didn't trade for him? Because I mean, the, the, the I mean, the Niners still stayed true to what they thought he was worth. Well, I was um, going to say because he chose to get his shoulder surgery later. Oh, interesting. So Jimmy Garoppolo again is at the center of all this. I now mean, that's that's obviously not intentional, but yeah, he is at the center of it. I mean, there's still there was still you know that a few weeks span during the preseason when or, or during training camp when he probably could have gotten traded. But we're splitting hairs at this point anyway. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, it's, it's certainly an interesting conversation. I want to flip around and ask you another question as well. And I think this, this kind of relates to, you know, McCaffrey or Garoppolo, maybe who's the bigger driving force behind this. I was thinking about this last night as I was driving back from work and I, I was thinking back to last season and again, last season, a relatively similar team to this one, just without Christian McCaffrey. And I think back to how last year happened in that run. Obviously, it was it was led by Debo Samuel and then kind of the, the defense's rejuvenation. Last season felt like so much more um, random, fluky almost. Like it's it's not something that they could keep up. You know, like like the Debo Samuel explosion seemed 
crazy. It, it didn't seem like it was going to continue. It seemed inevitable to stop at some point because he was just being, you know, so incredible every single game. This feels different. This doesn't feel fluky. This feels like finally they're playing how they should be playing. And maybe part of that is because Jimmy Garoppolo has improved. And we we talked about that last episode. He's making fewer of those bad decisions. He's, he's making fewer turnovers. He's taking fewer sacks. I could argue a lot of that is because Christian McCaffrey provides the perfect outlet, the perfect final chance to throw the ball out into the flat and gain eight yards. But I would argue that I think the main reason why this, to me at least, feels less fluky and more, I know we talked about this last episode as well, but more repeatable from a game-to-game standpoint than last year, I think a big reason is because of Christian McCaffrey. And I do agree with you that Jimmy Garoppolo is playing better. And, uh, you know, if he was playing at this level last year, maybe last year feels a little bit different and maybe ultimately it, it ends differently. But I think this season, specifically because of McCaffrey's introduction into the offense, feels so much more consistent. Yeah, I'm with you. I also am holding out a little bit just because the opponents that the Niners have looked dominant against offensively have been relatively inferior opponents. Um, Now, this next two of three weeks, I think, are big tests for them, and especially the games upcoming against Miami along with Tampa Bay. If they're able to repeat this kind of offensive production against those, and and even the saints to some extent, I know the saints offense is, is kind of, um, you know, middle to lower, lower half of the league, but their defense, at least coming into this season, I was high on it. I think it was a reason why many New Orleans fans were optimistic. Uh, we'll get into that more so on Friday, but I, I do see where you're coming from. Like there seems to be, more of an, an air of legitimacy with Christian yeah. McCaffrey in the offense. And that's because simply put, Mark, he's a superstar. Like the Niners, I, I I was going up and down the list yesterday of 49ers running backs across the history of the franchise. I, I know that Frank Gore has uh you know obviously um has the most career yards. I know Roger Craig is the only running back to have a 1,000, 1,000 season. Uh, but if you take a look at Christian McCaffrey against those two backs, along with the rest of you know the great running backs that the Niners have had throughout the years, um, if you if you told me that Christian McCaffrey was the best running back that the Niners have ever had, I don't know if I can necessarily refute that. Yeah, I mean, you you certainly can make the case. I think there's probably a, a lot of nostalgia for the uh, the Super Bowl era 49ers and, and Roger Craig, uh, as there should be, and then and then Frank Gore holds a special place in Niner fans' hearts. But, I mean, Christian McCaffrey, um, considering how unique of a weapon he is, Roger Craig was kind of the, the first guy, as you mentioned, the 1,000-1,000 season. Um, but Christian McCaffrey, he's kind of changed the way that you look at running backs in the modern game. The, the modern game is it's, it's, it's kind of moved away. I mean, modern or more so in like the last five years. It's moved away a little bit from running backs. You don't have kind of those, you know, bell cow guys that get 25, 30 carries every single game just because the game is is so incredibly physical and you don't have those guys anymore. But McCaffrey is a guy who you could give him 25 touches, just you split him up between carries and catches, and he's going to lead you to great things. Of course, he has had that those injury issues the last couple of years, but he's been healthy now for a long time, and knock on wood, that continues. But, I, I mean, 
I can make a case for for all three of those guys. And considering what they have accomplished in their career, that's that's uh, certainly a compliment to McCaffrey. Well, and, and here here would be my case. Frank Gore would be the most consistent back, obviously, if, through just longevity. Yeah. But he wasn't able to catch the ball out of the backfield in the way that Craig or McCaffrey do. Frank Gore was more so the number one option for a run-first 49ers team for the majority of his career. That's where he, to me, is the most uh, alike to Christian McCaffrey. Roger Craig, although he was more dynamic and sim- had a similar similar skill set to McCaffrey, was ahead of his time, so to speak. I, I cannot imagine what he would do nowadays. <laughs> but he was never the number one option on offense for a team with Jerry Rice, Joe Montana. Like, Christian McCaffrey... Again, if you told me was the best offensive player on the 49ers, I would believe you. Like, he is the guy that people come in on the opposite side on on game days throughout the week, walk into practice room and say, hey, where is 23 or, or 22? Where is Christian McCaffrey on the field at all times? That's the gravity that you talked about off the top that we're describing is, you know, makes people think about a Stephen Curry, thinks about top players in the league that demand your attention at all times. That's where McCaffrey to me is so much more different than any running back that has been before uh, on the 49ers team and why there seems to be that, that sort of belief that this offense is sustainable because as long as Christian McCaffrey is on the field, the 49ers have a chance to put up the 28 points that they've been averaging since he joined the team. Yeah. I'm with you. And I, quick, I know we got to change gears here, but I think quickly where where uh, McCaffrey, um, his impact, I think maybe is uh, you don't quite appreciate just how impactful it is. It's, say there's a second and nine play. Niners gain one yard on on a on a first down rush, whether it was a McCaffrey rush or anyone doesn't matter. They gain one yard at second and nine. Defense brings a blitz on on second and nine. The Niners are throwing, and Garoppolo's under pressure. I think this is a situation where in years past, last year, or even before the McCaffrey acquisition this season, Garoppolo gets flustered. We talked about those happy feet that he has, and he gets sacked. He can't get out of the pocket. He can't throw the ball away. He loses eight yards. It's now third and like 17. The drive's essentially over. Instead, what's happening now on in those situations, on second and nine, he's facing pressure. There's a blitz coming. Guess who's suddenly open in the flat and can catch anything thrown in a 10-yard radius? It's Christian McCaffrey. He is the ultimate you know, uh, safety blanket. He's the ultimate last-ditch effort, last-ditch outlet for a quarterback. And not only does he catch it and avoid an 8-yard loss, but he'll get you 8 yards. He'll get a first down on second and 9, and he'll move the chain. So it's not only just the yards and the numbers that he's putting up. It's the situations that he is avoiding putting the 49ers in. He is avoiding those third and extremely longs, giving you third and shorts or fresh sets of downs. It's not only the fact that he's putting up those yards, that they're coming in really important moments. And, you know, kind of the replacement level, if if he didn't make that play, it's gigantic. It's more than just the eight yards that he gained. You also have to factor in the fact that if he wasn't there, this team could be losing yards on those plays. So I think that's kind of where his his value gets lost sometimes, just when you look at the statistics, because he gains you those yards, yes, but he also helps you avoid losing big chunks of yards, which we've seen from the past in Garoppolo. Um, yeah, and also other running backs. I mean, he he falls forward. Like, he, yeah. he makes sure that he does not go backwards. There was a play against 
Arizona. It was uh, you know, like, like a, a zone run read to the right. And he, he should have lost three yards in the play. Like the Cardinals blew it up and McCaffrey like kind of moved use check in the backfield. He mm. just kind of patiently waited, moved use check with his hand, guided him to where he should be making the block so that McCaffrey could cut it upfield. And it was, it was like a two yard gain, but those are the type of plays that you're talking about where it's like, it, you should have lost three yards. You should be behind the sticks, should be second and 13 and set it second and seven which is obviously a much better position for the 49ers. So there's a lot of that with Christian McCaffrey. 